Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. And we're rolling. Welcome to episode 64 of the Degenerates Clubhouse, our final episode of 2021. But before we get into the episode proper, Mondo, I, I have a story from earlier in the week that I've saved to tell you <laughs> just for the beginning of the episode, All right. which, is, which is exciting. Uh, as you know, I've been, I've been climbing 14ers, mm-hmm. like technically plural now. Could you explain what a 14er is to the listening audience at large? It's a mountain that beat, uh, beats in 14,000 feet of elevation. Yeah, it's very high up. Our air starts to get thin. So I, I had successfully climbed two 14ers, which is really difficult this time of year because it's cold as fuck. It gets super windy, so forth and so on. But uh, I, I did not successfully climb one this Tuesday. I tried. I got that, most of the way up. That would have been your third? It would have been the third of this winter. So here, here's what happened. <laughs> I, got, I got off to a, a very, very rocky start because as we've uh, mentioned previously on the podcast, sometimes I have some tummy troubles, right? Mm. And <laughs> two days prior to, to doing this, I took an osmotic laxative. And what an osmotic laxative does is it draws a bunch of water into your intestines to kind of flush everything out. And the good part is it doesn't disrupt your system and like fuck with your natural digestion like like some of the harsher laxatives do. The bad part is you don't really know when they're going to kick in. <laughs> so, so it just explodes? Yeah, it, it, it could be a few hours, a few, couple, two, three days. It's a mystery surprise. Really? <laughs> yeah. So I, I roll up to this trail, drive all the way uh, two hours away, so I go past Breckenridge, like to this this uh, Quandary Peak Trail. I'm, I get there, and there's one other car in the parking lot. Uh, it's like, I think at that point it was like 11 o'clock. I wanted to start a little bit earlier, but that still was going to give me plenty of time to get to the top of the mountain. And so I'm putting on all my various layers because it, it starts way warmer, and then the higher you get, the colder and windier and more screwed up it gets. So it's like I'm pulling on all kinds of stuff. I'm pulling on uh, tights. I'm pulling on like these neoprene sleeves to... to keep my legs warm i'm pulling on the pants over them i'm like i'm just ready to go uh and start up the trail when the osmotic laxative is like no you're not motherfucker <laughs> and there's no that where, where you're parked or where you're putting all this gear on there's no bathroom there yeah, unfortunately no at some <laughs> of the trailheads there actually are bathrooms there is nothing here and there wasn't even like a tree line very close and so i'm thinking like Okay, well, if I can just walk a little bit like back down the trail and then I can go, you know, into the trees and, and find a little secluded area. And that is my osmotic uh, laxative is like, no, you will not, motherfucker. We're doing this right now. <laughs> I got a question, question for you. Is there at where you're at now? Is there snow at this point or is it not cold enough where you're at? There or, is snow. Oh, okay. That will come into play later. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> So, so like I'm like oh no we're we're code red like all the sirens are going I'm like this is happening T minus you know five four and I'm like just run, trying to run away from my car just just hopefully to get out of sight from where the you know where the the other car is and I'm like nope nope this spot right here just squat like pull my pants dro- drop a deuce and I I thought I successfully managed to execute that. Without any collateral damage, um, <clears throat> that was what I thought, and that's what I learned. Sometimes your perception and reality don't always match up. <laughs> oh no! So like I'm like, oh okay, Whew. crisis averted, and I look down. I'm like, oh no, my underwear is is toast. <laughs> oh fuck! Like like fortunately, <laughs> the rest of my clothing was unscathed, but like. There's just like a bunch of poopy in my underwear. Oh no! <laughs> so yeah, so now I'm just sitting there, squat, like squatting, and I'm like, "What? What do I do?" I'm like, and I'm like trying to like wipe my butt because I do. I did bring dude wipes. This this uh, episode of the podcast is sponsored by Dude Wipes, and I'm like trying to like wipe myself off, but there's it's there's too much. <laughs> oh no! I'm like, oh no! So so while this is all happening, that first car <laughs> that hold was on, parked on. there. Wait. So then. Prior to that poop, how long had it been since you last pooped? I'm not sure. So it could have been like you were kind of clogged up for a day oh, or two. Oh, indeed. 
<laughs> it was, it was, let me put. It, it was more than a day or two. Oh <laughs> fuck! Yeah, this Dang. Was, that's that's why it was such an emergency when the the laxative kicked in. So like, I'm trying to wipe myself, and like that's when the car that was in the, the parking lot pulls away. I'm like, yeah, I did not get out of view of the parking lot, not even a little bit. Oh no. fuck! <laughs> I'm like, oh well, I'll never see these people again. Whatever. So so now. Here's the other problem I'm presented with is I have to remove the underwear and I've got, like I said, I have pants and then tights and then shoes. I'm like, oh no, this all has to come off. So like, (laughs) I just like, I strip down. You strip down to your pantsless, but you're basically bottomless. I I am, I am buck naked from the waist down. And I kind of realized like this is too big of a job for dude wipes. Such a thing exists. Like, cause not only, I mean, yes, it got in my underwear, but I also just got it all over my butt. Yeah. So that's when I'm like, it is It is probably at that point below freezing cold, but there's copious amounts of snow. Uh-huh. So I'm just like, I'm just like pulling and trying to pack the snow together, but it was so cold that it would barely pack. And I'm just like wiping myself and throwing the shitty snow around, uh, butt naked from the waist down. And that's when the second car rolls up to the parking lot. Oh, no. And I'm just like, oh, no. And, and, uh, yeah, fortunately, they they were pretty polite about. It. They were like, "We're we're just not getting involved." <laughs> they, so they saw you butt naked, or did they not see you butt naked? Uh, I mean, maybe they were all blind. Oh, so they they literally were like, "There's a there's a naked dude here." What the fuck? I'm surprised they didn't like call. I don't know, forest strangers or some I, shit. I, I mean, I think it was kind of obvious what was happening. Yeah. Like, and and I definitely uh, managed to to uh, wipe myself down with the snow as fast as I could. I took a little snow snow shower. I got everything back on, and then I'm like, at this point, I'm like, I, I think like maybe I just burn my underwear and go home and try to pretend none of this ever happened, but I'd driven two hours. It was going to be another two hours back. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go up this mountain, and that's when I realized I was at the wrong trail. Oh, boo. <laughs> so it, it, I, I wasn't that far away from the correct trail, but like by the time I got there, it was already one o'clock. I spent three and a half hours going up the mountain. I was maybe literally like 20 minutes from the very peak. And that's when the sun was going down. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to get stuck up at like the highest, coldest, most treacherous part of the mountain in the dark if I don't leave right now. I'll tell you what, dude, I would have quit like from the second I had to take a shit. I would be like, I'm done. I'm, <laughs> I'm not I'm not looking for a trail. I'm not climbing this. I'm just going to throw on whatever clothes I got on and go home and just cry myself to sleep. You are a wiser man than I am, sir. Jesus. <laughs> So all that, and I did not even make it to the top. Damn. It was a shitty trip. Yeah, it was a shitty trip. I, I fucking, I, I love those shits, those like rocket launcher explosive shits when you're at home and you're comfortable, uh-huh. you're like, yes, like I accomplished something yes. I want. <laughs> when you're like, when you when you don't want it to happen, when you're like, uh, like for me, like I'm on the road, I'm driving all the time. And if I had to take a shit in the middle of the day, I'm like, fuck, like it just ruins, it just throws off like everything. It, see, it was the worst though, because it like, it was a shit that was, the first part was just like euphoric relief. And the second part was just complete terror and panic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what just happened? I wonder, you know how that, so like in on Facebook, there's like groups, like there's like a hiking and blah, blah, blah groups. Like people just communicate with each other on Facebook and social media. I wonder if anyone on one of those groups like posted like, we just encountered this fucking half naked <laughs> weird dude just fucking shat all over himself. Like that would have been, I want, I want to scour all the Facebook forums and see if someone the, uh, uh, made a comment of your... Of your little dinky wang. Well, no, I mean they wouldn't have made a comment of my little dinky wang. Well, dinky wang and poopy poopy butt all over the place. Probably poopy butt. Oh no, that's fucked up. Because I, I, that was the one thing. I mean, I was facing away from the, the lot, uh-huh. so like they would have mostly just seen seen my my butt ass crack. Yeah, shit, shitty, shitty butt crack. But speaking of shitty things that have happened this year, <laughs> ah, look how I did that. Uh, and bad jokes. Uh, we we have a very special. Degenerates News. This is the Degenerates News 2021 year in review. A lot of fucked up shit's happened this year. And me trying to make bad jokes to go along with it. Let's go. So these are all written by Aaron. So if this this doesn't make you laugh, blame him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I was like a kid that 
started their their homework assignment too late. Like I started trying to write all this this morning. I'm like, wow, this <laughs> this is way more difficult than I thought it would be. But anyway, we kicked off 2021 with a pro-Trump mob storming the Capitol on January 6th in an attempt to prevent Congress from certifying Joe Biden's election win. They attacked and killed police officers in the process. The insurrectionists viewed themselves as freedom fighters. But Mondo, I have a question for you. If firefighters fight fire and crime fighters fight crime, what do freedom fighters fight? Freedom. (laughs) You're up. Oh. On January 27th, stock prices soared for GameStop thanks to the subreddit Wall Street Bets successfully manipulating the stock market. The move cost hedge funds more than $19 billion in January alone. For many Wall Street insiders, this was the first time they'd seen they'd been fucked without the cocaine and hookers being present. Uh, And for many Redditors, this is the first time they'd fucked anyone at all. Accurate. On February 2nd, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos announced he would leave his CEO post later in the year. This gave him more time to focus on space exploration and complete his story arc of turning into an an Iron Man supervillain. And also, just on a side note, this led me to look up what Mackenzie Scott was doing, who was uh, Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, who won, uh, was it, $38 billion in their divorce settlement. And it turns out she married Dan Jewett, who I worked with at Harriton High School. And I was like, oh my God, that guy's fucking awesome. Yeah, you you told that story. Good job, Mr. Jewett. This is just another shout out to Mr. Jewett. (laughs) Uh, on February 7th, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl, giving Tom Brady his seven Super Bowl rings. That's seven more Super Bowl victories than the entire San Diego Chargers franchise. Ha, ha, ha. That's not a joke. Aaron wrote this. Explain in your own words how being forced to read this made you feel lol, lol. Anyway, they're not the San Diego Chargers anymore, cocksucker. They're the Los Angeles Chargers. Get it right. Oh, I'm sorry. I stand corrected. You son of the, a bitch. The point is completely refuted. Uh, dickhead. On February 15th, millions of Texas were left without electricity as a winter storm caused the state to shut down. The state shut down faster for 26-degree weather than they did for a global pandemic. In a state with so many lifted pickup trucks and shotguns, you'd think they'd be de- used to dealing with something white and four inches. Ha <laughs> ha, get it. Yeah, it's a little dick joke. On March 11th, President Biden signed into law a giant $1.9 trillion COVID-19 stimulus package, marking the first time the words Biden, giant, and package have appeared in the same sentence. I like that one. That one's a funny one. Speaking of giant packages, on March 23rd, a huge container ship got stuck sideways in the Suez Canal, causing many people to fondly reminisce about the Pam and Tommy Lee sex tape. Uh-huh. On April 20th, 420, former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin, is that how you pronounce his last last name? I Uh, believe so, yeah. Probably. Was found guilty of murder after he kneeled on George Floyd's neck for eight minutes and 47 seconds. Chauvin will now have 22 and a half years in prison to perfect his kneeling technique. See, that's a prison blowjob joke. Mm. Now, I think actually in most contexts, uh, male prison rape is not something that should be trivialized or joked about. But in Chauvin's case, like, fuck that guy, which is exactly what his uh, fellow inmates will do. Wow, I stumbled on that a little Mm -hmm. bit. On May 19th, Texas Governor Greg Abbott signed a bill banning most abortions after six to eight weeks of pregnancy. I'm not going to try and make a joke about this because abortion jokes are very hard to deliver. (laughs) <laughs> I enjoyed watching like like that Mondo's face as he's kind of slowly realized what that joke is about. It's a little grin spread across his face. On June 21st, the Supreme Court ruled that strict NCAA limits on compensating college athletes violate U.S. antitrust law. When reached for comment, the University of Alabama football team said, Let's fucking go! Keg party at our house! This keg party was sponsored by Bud Light, the official beer of Blacking Out in College. Yeah. On June 24th, a 12-story section of Cham- uh, Champlain Towers condominium in Surfside, Florida, collapsed, marking 1,600 first, third, you didn't... Mar- mar- marking the 1,653rd most... See? Yeah. yeah. I, I, most sketchy thing to happen in Florida this year. There we go. <laughs> Aaron. Dude, I wrote, I wrote, like I said, I wrote all this this morning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on June 30th, Bill Cosby was released from prison after the Pennsylvania Supreme Court overturned his conviction for sexual assault. 
Hey, Mondo, what's the difference between Bill Cosby and a tiny fencing sword? I already read the answer, so. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mondo, what's the difference between Bill Cosby and a tiny fencing sword? I don't know, Aaron. What is the difference between Bill Cosby and a giant fencing sword? A tiny fencing sword. Or a tiny fencing sword. One's a little rapier. <sighs> on July 8th, organizers of the Tokyo <laughs> On July 8th, organizers of the Tokyo Olympics banned spectators as COVID-19 cases surged. However, this did little to slow down sex in the Olympic Village, which the only place the competitors were trying to come second. Which is the only yeah. Anyway, I get it. Get it. Trying to come second because they're banging each other. Alternately, you could have said the only place where they're not trying to finish first. Mm. On August 10th, Andrew Cuomo resigned as New York's governor following a report by the state's attorney general that he had harassed multiple women. This came directly following the revelation that his administration severely underreported COVID deaths in retirement homes. You can read about this in the sequel to Cuomo's autobiography titled Smacking Fannies and Killing Grannies. On August 30th, the last U.S. troops in Afghanistan withdrew, ending nearly 20 years of fighting but leaving more than 100 Americans and tens of thousands of American Afghan allies to an uncertain future. This was one of the most poorly executed pullouts since my little brother was conceived. That's messed up. (laughs) I didn't do that joke, Hector. That was Aaron. On September 14th, a whistleblower revealed that Facebook's research showed Instagram is toxic for teenage girls, but the company plays uh, down the issue in public. A month later, Mar- uh, CEO Mark Zuckerberg announced the company is changing its name to Meta Platforms. This all happened because Zuckerberg never met a girl until he was in college. Meta. Meta? Get it? Meta? Yeah, it was a, it was a weak pun on words. I always wondered. About, I, I was thinking about that meta thing. I didn't. I didn't realize what had happened. Very strange. Yeah. On October sixth, the WHO, World Health Organization, recommended the widespread deployment of the world's first malaria vaccine in what can only be described as a crushing blow to mosquitoes. On November nineteenth, the FDA cleared uh, the COVID nineteen vaccine boosters for Pfizer, BioNTech, and Moderna in all adults. This was crucial timing as immunity levels were dropping and conspiracy theorists were running out of plot points for their fanfics. On December 10th, tornadoes ripped through Kentucky and five other states killing many people and leveling entire towns. No joke on this one because like Christmas lights in October and saying I love you on the first date, it's too soon. Yeah, for real. Like you, you just should not make tornado jokes. Um, it's, it's like kind of like making jokes about Kobe Bryant's death. They're just extremely hard to land. On December 17th, Spider-Man No Way Home released in theaters. And that's all I'm going to say because I don't want to spoil what was a great movie for you. Because, like, clearly we don't need another tragedy in 2021. You know what's funny is when COVID first hit, obviously, the like, the last quarter of 2019, everyone was, like, hoping that the thing would be, like, it'd be, we'd be done and over with it in six months. We're, like, six months a year, that'd be great. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And here we are. A lot longer than that, and we're still, yeah, we're still kind of fucked. We're still we're dealing with all this other bullshit. Yeah, I mean we're less less fucked than we were for sure. But yeah, it's tricky. That was that was the part where I don't know how to explain this to people. It's like science doesn't immediately present you with all the answers. It's sort of a process of trial and error and figuring shit out. And like, yeah, man, it was like a brand new, uh, never before seen virus. They're figuring out how things worked. You know, it was hope for the best and, and kind of prepare for the worst sort of situation. But please please get your fucking vaccines and boosters because it'll be way better if everyone does. I, 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 yeah, okay. Enough of that. Enough of that. Moving on. Florida man. No transition necessary. Uh, Florida man who threw plank extinguisher at police gets longest capital riot sentence. This was literally like uh, two days ago. Yeah, and it was funny. I was I wanted to find a different Florida man story, but in the the Florida man subreddit, it was just post after post about this. I'm like, okay, okay, Florida man subreddit, I, I will I will listen. So what was the lowdown on the sentencing? A federal judge sentenced a U.S. Capitol rioter to more than five years in prison on Friday on charges that he threw a wooden plank and a fire extinguisher at police during the January 6th attack on the seat of government. 
The Department of Justice said Robert Scott Palmer of Largo, Florida, was sentenced to, 60 to, eh, sentenced to 63 months for assaulting law enforcement with dangerous weapons during the assault, which took place as Vice President Mike Pence and members of Congress met to certify President Joe Biden's 2020 election victory. Palmer is the first January 6th defendant to be sentenced on the charge of assaulting, resisting, or impeding officers using a dangerous or deadly weapon. It is the longest sentence opposed so far in the investigation of the events of January 6th. Dang. So, so I wonder, like, what all of it... I mean, there were a lot of people there. Tons of them. And I wonder how much their buttholes are clenching up right now. Yeah. Because I, I think a lot of them... Well, not even I think... There were text message chains going back and forth between them saying, like, I think we'll be fine. Like, oh, they're really only going after people who, like, damage stuff. Yeah, I think most of them were under the assumption they were just going to get off completely scot-free. It's like, oh, no. This dude got five years. According to court documents, Palmer, 54, was among rioters outside the Capitol. While there... Wait, didn't I just read this? The kind of the article kind of just repeats itself. It's kind of weird. Anyway, Palmer was arrested on March 17th. He pleaded guilty on October 4th. U.S. Di District Judge Tanya Chutkan also ordered Palmer to pay $2,000 in restitution, and he must serve three years of supervised release following his prison term. More than 700 people have been arrested in connection with the assault on oh, the shit. Capitol by supporters of defeated Republican President Donald Trump. I wonder what's the... You know, the ones that are... I would worry about, uh, or not worry, the ones that should be shitting themselves are like the, the more notable ones, like that, that Buffalo hat guy, you know? Yeah, he's, he's still in prison. Oh, yeah, so those all those fucking guys should be the ones that are like uh, shitting well, themselves. Th like, this is <laughs> this is the first uh, insurrection for sure where people were doing it for the gram. Like, like, a lot of these people, it wasn't really, like, I don't really know what their end game was, yeah. but they were documenting it and posting pictures and like, look, I stole this fucking thing off yeah. of someone's office. It's like, you were literally doing the FBI's job for them. Like, yeah. they're not always the most effective. Maybe don't help them and, and you could get off, but no. The Well, they, doing it for the gram, the same could be said for a lot of people that are like... Uh that claim to be activists in general, just about like even good positive causes, and like, oh look, it's, I'm, I'm gonna take a picture of me doing this thing. Uh, there was that one. There's a lot of cloud chasing. Yeah, there's on, a lot of motherfuckers. Sure. Like there was one where like a lady. There was one in L.A. I forget where she just like went up to like a place that got rioted, looted, and she just like took a picture, uh, like pretending to help, and then just walked away. Like actually wasn't like trying to to clean or anything. Like she was just totally doing it for. Yeah, well, I mean, Mondo, if if you you know do something for activism or charity and you don't put it on Instagram, did it really happen? Yeah, <laughs> like, duh. You can't be sure, but I I still wonder to this day, like, what did they have an end game? Like, what did what did they think that was going to happen? They're like, yeah, we're all going to go into the Capitol building. You know, it, like it really wasn't one of those underpants gnomes situations we talked about. They're like, one, we stormed the Capitol. Question two. Or uh, step two, the big question mark. Step three, President Trump becomes emperor. I think that was sort of the the, the, the plan. But like, like, what did they think was going to happen in step two? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that we're going to solve anything. But people, when they want to get pissed and you know get a herd herd mentality, they just do stupid shit. Yeah, Any but and this, but this was this was a first uh, historically since I mean like. Literally, that that had not happened since the War of eighteen twelve. So there's that there's those memes where it's like when things go a little too far. Yeah. Like or those like kind of like oh shit, how did I get here? Moments. Like I think that might have been one for all of them, but uh, you know, inst instead of like our normal or like Florida man hijinks, it was trying, trying to overthrow the U.S. government. It's like oops, <laughs> oops, I get a boo boo. We got a little carried away. We just we just. We got we got really excited and we did an insurrection. We tried to throw the government. Like, come on, with no big deal. It happens. Uh, moving on to the world of Reddit, we go. Reddit question number one: What should you always have in your car, Aaron? The section made me think of my last year in college. We had a uh, we had like a volunteer assistant coach who was he was in law school and like he had like the absolute shittiest beater we'd ever seen like it was it was a the car the car was a piece of shit yeah yeah the the, the car was just 
um, I can't remember what it was. It like, but it was one of those cars that has like a different color door than the rest of the car, and like <laughs> one door's primer to, like for the paint job. Exactly. And, nice. And we were always like, yeah, one day Coach LePen is just not going to show up because his car is going to break down. So like when we were getting coaches gifts at the end of the year, I I got him one of those um, like like they even had them back then, but they're way cheaper now. Like they're these like charging bricks. Yeah. Where you can, if you don't have somebody to jump your car, you can just pull this freaking brick out and you hook your, your jumper cables up to it and it'll just start the car. Yeah, yeah. And like, I've always been like, man, every car should have that. And yeah. I'm, I've never actually gotten one for my cars because I'm dumb. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one to have. I, I just carry regular old jumper cables. Um, I was going to answer with jumper cables, but I actually have another one. <laughs> I, oh, I have another one too. Continue. I just I'll thought of it. Roll a toilet paper. And a change of underwear. Uh, <laughs> you know what's funny is my last job, uh, we had a company SUV. And yeah. yeah, I always kept the roll of toilet to- toilet paper in there. And I did keep an extra pair of underwear in there. I swear to God. I was like, you never know when you, a little shark, you know, a little fart yeah. turns into a shark. You're like, oops, I got to well, continue working. Because I had the dude wipes, which were, you know, that's the, the I think, even better than a roll of toilet paper. Sponsored by Doobie Wipes, but I didn't have the underwear. That's what I needed. Oh, because that was the one. Th- I didn't even include this in the story. Uh-oh. Like, <laughs> I did have I did have the tights to put book back on, but they, I guess they weren't really made for uh, you know non underwear use, like bare ass. So like, I my my balls were chafing so bad, and fortunately, my mom had given me this like re- I forget what it's called. It was this like really expensive tube of like moisturizer for like chap lips it was like ten dollars for this little tube and i'm like well this whole thing is going on my balls right oh, now oh you just put you just like putting chapstick on your nutsack what the Basically. hell oh no that's fucking crazy it, it worked oh no and not only that but your uh your, your your nutsack has never been quite as moisturized ever since this is as smooth as my nutsack has been since i was a baby yeah all right Let's see what some of the answers on Reddit are. Uh, user impossible lock nine one two nine writes jumper cables. I think that's the most going to be the most common answer. I think if you don't have jumper cables, or like Aaron said, one of those like power block deals, like you're kind of dumb. Uh, let's see. User cr- crew chief five three five writes a blanket. I lost my battery and alternator on the way to work. Early, really early on the January morning, it was negative four degrees Fahrenheit outside, and I had to wait over three hours for a tow. Only thing I had to keep me warm was my jacket. That's a, that's smart. You know what? I'm gonna do that too because I I have started loading up my hiking pack with some more survivable things, and uh, they've got those emergency blankets where they're like they're super thin, like it's just it's just like a kind of metallic looking yeah, thing, yeah, but I've it keeps those. you super warm. So, yeah, let's, I'm gonna throw one in there too. Those things are expensive. I think two dollars. I, no, I could have swore there are like some that are like two dollars, meant to be like negative, like to. Yep, the one I bought, two dollars. Really, I thought they were expensive. Anyway, user Lizzie B seventy seven writes plastic bag, trash bag. You never know when you're gonna when you're going to need to contain a leaky bottle, or when your drunk friend is gonna need something to hurl into. That's a good tip. Having like a, a doggy bag or vomit bag or something, <laughs> especially if you're like, you know, you hang out with my friends. Uh, user MacB1046 writes seatbelt cutter. If you live in Florida, then a towel and a beach chair too. Seatbelt cutter. Would you just get like a knife? I don't uh, know. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a special thing for cutting seatbelts. Yeah. Another another user uh, responded with the same answer. Seatbelt cutter, window breaker, a warm blanket, and a bottle of water. Uh, user, last one I'll read. User Jimmy Fallon fake laugh writes a fire extinguisher. Hmm. I don't know. In a car? Yeah, I don't know, because then you have to service. Those things have to be serviced like every year or something like that. So it's kind of, I don't know. Unless you have like one of them race cars and you have like bottles of of uh, nitrous oxide in your fucking car. You know, something that can be extra flammable, then I don't know. That was it for Reddit question number one. Reddit question number two. What is something that was used heavily in the year 2000, but it's almost never used today? You got one? Yeah. Uh, like rewritable CDs. Oh yeah, yeah. CDRs. Like, that was like the well, there were CDRs and there were CDRWs and there was DVDRs. Oh, that was fancy though. Yeah. Back in back in the day, then. But yeah, it was like that was sort of like the last the last vestige of like like the mixtape. Like it used to be, people would actually have to sit there with cassettes, like recording songs onto the cassette. Then it got to the point like we were like, oh look, we're advanced. We can just you know 
make a collection of songs and we can burn them onto a CD. Yeah. And like now, I, I mean, I guess sharing playlists is the the 2020 equivalent of that, but it's just not the same. It's not like a no, physical no. thing. No, you know what? I remember I've, I've had a girl, not a girlfriend, but a girl that was a friend make me a CD. And I was like, I was like, oh, that's a nice, like, I thought it was like a thoughtful, unexpected, weird, thoughtful gift, but it was cool because it exposed me to music that I never would have. Ooh, what was on there? I couldn't tell you. I, I, oh, I do remember one song. I do remember one song. First time I ever heard it. Um, MGMT electric feel. And, uh, we, we, what the nice thing was that we had this uh, similar taste in music. So she showed me. I never heard of MGMT except for that song "Kids" or "The Kids" or whatever it's called. And she played this song. I was like, "Oh, that's a cool track. It's got a cool bass line." But yeah, I've actually wait. Hold on. So the chorus of this is of this song is I said, "Oh, girl, shock me like an electric eel, baby girl, turn me on with your electric feel." I said, "Ooh, girl, shock me like an electric eel, baby Some girl." Some of the best songs don't have me. no. But, but hold on. The, you're, you're trying to you trying to tell us, especially after seeing the chorus to this song that you remember. This was a girl who was just a friend. So. Okay, we're gonna go down a rabbit hole. <clears throat> she, she. Uh, That's what she wanted you to do, and you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a girlfriend, and this this girl friend was a, a coworker of mine. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I doubt she listens to this shit. She's uh, one of my Instagram buddies. Anyway, so I had a girlfriend at the time, and my former boss was like, or my boss then was like trying to kind of sort of hook us up, but I was like, I. Got a girlfriend. I don't do. I don't like. I'm not gonna cheat on my girlfriend. And be with this girl, but you know. Anyway, I think you're right. I think she was trying to like subtly, like, "Hey, I'm I'm into you," kind of thing. Subtly? <laughs> yeah, but my, see, I'm horrible. Like I told, I we've talked about this. How I, I'm dumb. I, I miss all those cues. We did end up going on a like a kind of a date one time. But it didn't. Uh, I think I burned that bridge because all we could both do was like talk about our ex exes. Like, <laughs> it wasn't a good date when you all you do is both talk shit about like ex girlfriend, ex boyfriend stuff, and you're not really anyway. But yeah, she she turned me on. I made some mixed mixed CD type deals for um, a couple girlfriends of mine, and same. It's kind of like it's kind of like. Like you said, it's like now you 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 share a playlist, but it doesn't have that like that personal touch. I guess the other songs on on this uh, mixtape that she made for Mondo were "I Want to Sex You Up" by Color Me Bad, no, "To Become a One" by the Spurs Girls, "Me So Horny" by Two Live Crew, and "I'm Too Sexy" by. You Rachel know what? You know what sucks is uh she uh she moved, I think somewhere to Northern California, and now I'm out here in Colorado and like I'm like damn like she she was a good friend like one where like i probably should have we should probably should have tried to go out like together like to oh she did try that's what, <laughs> that's, what, that's the problem but again when it was bad timing when that when she made me that mixed cd it was because i was already i was already otherwise okay in so a relationship so what else what else from 2000s is no longer used so uh, my answer was myspace myspace was huge in did you did you have a myspace I did. Yeah, everyone had a MySpace. Uh, I I did. So I didn't use it too much, but I did have a MySpace. I didn't. I never had a, like a Facebook, um, up until the last like few years. I can't remember why I had to, had to make it. I think I just made it just for Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was I was like on a a good five six seven year hiatus from like social media in general, like all social media, like everything. And then at the time, I was like a. Or I it was collecting the trading cards heavily, more heavily. So I joined the forums on Facebook for that. But MySpace was cool because you could you could personalize your your like landing page, like your homepage, and you put like you know you change your background, your music, and shit. And oh, people went nuts with that stuff. Yeah. I, see, I remember when all those sites came out. Well, I I didn't think I really understood the purpose of social media because I was like, dude, I can, I can make my own website. I don't need yeah. this site. But. Dude, it was you never would see something like this nowadays either though cuz it was like the fucking Hunger Games for friendship. Cuz you remember, yeah. do you remember like it what was it your top 5 friends or yeah. you like you had to rank your friends. <laughs> you like so fucked up. Hey hey everyone else besides these five people you were less important to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it was top 10 maybe. But yeah, you're right. You had to rank your friends and that was kind of shitty like oh you're no longer in my top 10. <laughs> Oh man, MySpace was cool. You could, uh, yeah, I like I like being able to I like being able to like actually create your own 
homepage, like, you know, put like background music and. Hey, I didn't like that mixtape you made for me. You're not in the top 10 anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And everybody's friend was Tom. <laughs> Tom from MySpace. Tom from MySpace. Yeah, MySpace was cool. Is that shit still around? Is MySpace no, no? Sort of, like, Not in the form it was anymore. I think the website's still active, but I forget what it became. Dude, I bet you if I looked at my MySpace page now, it would be so cringy. Like, it would be like, oh my God, I'm I'm retarded. Like, what what was I thinking, dumb younger version of Armando? Anyway, some of the other answers on Reddit... Papa Weir writes Geocities, Neopets. Geocities. Is that how it's pronounced? Yeah, Geocities. I was was just Geocities. Anyways, Neopets, LiveJournal, and Kaza. Oh, Kaza. Kaza, Kaza. They're all, yeah, all the, uh, like, Napster. Yeah, music downloading sites. Uh, User Paroxys M Attack writes, if you had a big screen TV, it was probably a ridiculously thick rear projection TV. Yeah, do you remember, uh, what was the guy's name? Spiffs? Mm-hmm. The guy we played Halo with, how he had that fucking huge... We are like, oh, it's cool because you have a big screen TV, but the thing took up like half the room. It was ridiculous how wide those things were. Yeah, so that was actually something that was funny when I was looking at, at all these different campers because I bought like a big 30-foot camper. Uh-huh. All the ones I was looking at, there's like no fucking place to put like a, a big TV. I'm like, this is bullshit. And then I noticed, oh, starting like right around like 2013, all of a sudden there were places for, for like big TVs. And then I remember, right, because, you know, in the years I was looking at, like like I think mine's 2003, if you were trying to put a big TV, it would have taken up like half the fucking camper. Yeah. It is funny how television technology influenced the floor planning of, of campers. User FMAZ008 writes, computer mice with a ball. My friend had one with the first Microsoft IntelliMouse, which did not use a ball. As I recall it, it was the first uh, laser mouse without a ball. Ooh, fancy. That was commercialized in a popular way. It was released in October 1999, so in 2000, most mice were with a ball and slowly fade away. Yeah, that's probably good. Yeah, How, sure. What, what, what time are we at in the episode? What time are we at in the episode? Let me look. We are in 40-minute mark, so we still have plenty of time if we want to add a little, 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 little. You know what? Let's let's do a quick review sure. of Lost in Space. We're, we're sure. going we're gonna to skip the, the fictional television show, go straight to a real one. Uh, episode, no, it's not episode, season three of Lost in Space recently dropped uh-huh. on Netflix. Uh, one could argue that there's better stuff to watch out there, but if you want a highly entertaining sci-fi slash soap opera to watch yeah you think lost in space is a good pick i so i i think most people probably our age recognize lost in space the franchise back in the 60s 70s and like oh it's an old or it's an old show i mean barely but yeah so they tried to like you know re remake it kind of reimagine it was that one you'd seen had you seen the original franchise i think i may have seen clips and or maybe episodes not never really like watched yeah. watched it but i may have seen clips and if not like an episode or two here or there of, of the old show well because well, that, that is interesting right because i i feel like there's a lot of shows from around that same era that a lot of people seen like have you have you've seen gilligan's island episodes right gilligan's island exactly. and, and uh, i dream of genie mm-hmm. i love yeah, lucy all, all those you know what probably the difference was like I'm guessing that Lost in Space was never on Nick and Knight because that's I'm sure that's where you saw them as well. Maybe I don't know. I don't remember. But like I don't feel like there's a huge built-in fan base of people like yeah like the Lost in Space reboot like, like I've been waiting yeah. all these years for that show like and, I, and my my understanding was it was super super hokey similar to a lot of the shows of that era. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I, I I started watching the first season when it came out in 2018 and then the second one in 2019 and then we had covid so the the show was you know the third season was kind of on hiatus like they hadn't they weren't doing any production or anything of it and um so i was telling aaron how like the 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 first two seasons for me like they flowed pretty well like you're watching the first season you're like fuck yeah i want to watch season two you watch it you're like yes and then cliffhanger season three is going to come out pretty soon and then covid happened so when i started watching season three I didn't have, like, did the continuity because of that gap, like, really kind of threw me off. Like, it, it took me a little bit, uh, like, a, like half an episode or maybe a full episode to, like, okay, get the gears going the same, I guess, the same speed as the first couple seasons. 
and, and just to back up a little bit, like the premise of the show is that family earth is is still habitable but we've kind of fucked it up like there's not going to be what do they say there's never going to be like sunshine or anything again in earth so th- this this family is leaving with the, the is this big a spaceship to go colonize the planet alpha century like they all have to take rigorous tests to make sure that they're up to par like that it's like the best and brightest are going to this new planet and then there, there's a little oopsie, a little little turbulence and trouble on the way to Alpha Centauri. They all get stranded and lost in space, hence the title. Yeah, so it's based, you know, it's a, it's a family, the Robinson family. It's like your typical uh, nuclear family. Like there's a mom, a dad, a boy, and a girl. <laughs> well, well, yeah, and I think originally that was a playoff of uh, uh, Robinson Crusoe, a story yeah. called Swiss Family Robinson. I mm-hmm. think that was what it was called. Yeah. Where like they're all, it's a family that's stranded on an island, but they're like, "Ooh, what if we did that in space?" Space. Yeah. And um, so yeah, if you if you watch the original um, show, there's they they definitely do pay a lot of uh, homage homage to the original show. There's like the the frequent. In the in the original show, Will was always getting himself into into trouble, and like the 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 line was always like, "Where's Will? Where's Will?" Oh, like, he's he, like, oh, he's the Timmy of the yeah. series, fucking Timmy from Lassie. So they do that, but with instead this, of Lassie, what do they have? They have a robot, a big giant robot. So, what makes this show awesome, and in addition to just the plot and all the cool stuff that happens, is like the the special effects on this thing are fucking like movie quality, like but like awesome, like they're amazing for. It having just been a fucking series on on a on a streaming platform, but it's it's, I mean, what do you think about the special effects and all that production stuff? So so that is the thing where if I'm doing pros and cons of the show, I think the biggest pro is just the overall production quality. I mean, I think the cinematography, like the the special effects, I mean, just just every aspect of them technically making the show is just really excellent. Yeah, uh, and and I think even like the costume design, the the set design, you know, down to like they shot the whole first season. I think in in uh, like the Vancouver area of Canada, it's like really beautiful. Just the whole show looks gorgeous, which yeah. it's like well done to all those people. Eh, screenwriters, <laughs> hmm. maybe not so much. Maybe they, they were. Uh, not quite up to par for for the rest of of the production crew, but th- that is not to take away with how well the show is made. So, essentially, uh, without giving away any plot, you know, the family, yeah, they're stranded out in space, and it just seems to be like one thing after another after another fucking thing. And they're trying to do this, and then this fucking thing catastrophe. Like nothing really goes as planned with this family. Like something always happens to get fucked. And them yeah, having to figure it out. It's it's a little bit like like uh, like disaster porn in a way. Yeah. Where it's just like, a lot of these things aren't flowing naturally. It's just like, <laughs> oh no, we have to figure out something bad to happen. Well, we're just gonna pretend there's tar pits randomly on this planet. Oh no, <laughs> like, this is my guyvering, MacGyvering shit in space. Like, uh, just a S- sort of, but like. The things in MacGyver would have theoretically worked, whereas yeah. <laughs> there's stuff they're doing here. It's like what? Well, it's space, so like you know, you kind of like kind of just fuck it. It's it's fucking futuristic. Fuck it. We, you just, you don't need to read too much into if this actually can or can't happen. Okay, just... okay, this is a light spoiler. Okay, and this this is just an example. So if you don't want to hear anything, you know, uh, cover your ears, earmuffs. But <laughs> there is one part where they're they're. Or two of the main characters are stuck on this like hunk of ship that has exploded and they're in the orbit around the planet and they're trying to signal so they can get saved. And they're, and the one guy who knows how to make the signal has this like coolant in his eyes. (laughs) This is, this is really like a plot point. They're like, the other guy's like, well, if I can make him sad, so he cries, then it'll flush out the coolant and he'll be able to see and save us. And so he's he's like telling telling this guy all these things that are, he thinks are gonna make him sad and cry. I'm like motherfuckers, that's not how your tear ducts work. Like, like if you have an irritant in your eyes, you just tear up. That's the whole thing with onions. Like this isn't advanced technology or science. Like you dumb motherfuckers, what are you doing? <laughs> and I, I was laughing so hard through that part though. Like it's one of those shows where it's just don't think too hard about it, don't analyze it, and just be like, ooh, pretty special effects. It's fun. Like and. And I think it's highly enjoyable, but 
uh, screenwriters like what the fuck. The, the the tone though, the the gen like the general tone tends to be a little bit more on like the serious side, with sprinkled in like moments of levity and funny shit and funny lines, and then they have like that one character, uh, Don West, that's like you know. Is that his name? Don that is correct. That yeah. is the character's name. Yeah, what well, is weird though, right? Because they they like they go back and forth. Like sometimes they're they're trying to play it really serious and gritty, and then like a scene later, they're like, "Look, it's campy and silly." So I, again, I I think it's one of those shows where it's like you just have to turn your brain off a little bit, and then it's fun. Yeah, the uh, a lot of great performances as far as actors and actresses in the movie or in the show. I don't recognize any of the, the actors from other things they've done. Like, they're all kind of, to me, they're all kind of fresh faces. Uh, the only one I knew, and I'd, I'd seen her a bunch of stuff, was Parker Posey. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She plays right. Dr., was it Dr. Zoe Smith? Smith. Yeah. And she's, she's been in a bunch of stuff, which was also interesting, though, because she, almost everything I can remember her in have been these sort of, like, uh, you know, small indie movies and things like that. So I'm like, how the fuck did she end up on this, like, really slick but cheesy sci-fi show on Netflix. But she plays that character that she plays to a fucking T. Like, she does a very good job of playing, like, this kind of annoying, kind of weird, kind of, like, sneaky little fucking cunt that just does some almost, like, especially in the first season, you're like, this little bitch is a fucking, like, like you almost to the point where you think she's the antagonist, but, you know, she's just... Anyway, she she she's really good in it. I think she's really good and, and, and funny. Um, Don, the guy that plays the Don West character, he's funny as fuck. If if you want to to see, I think the best Parker Posey movie, uh, I would watch Scream. <laughs> she wasn't Scream, it's, but it was actually I I in my my ultimate ranking of movies, I put this a little bit higher than Scream. It was called Best in Show, and it's oh, like I've a mockumentary yeah, yeah, yeah. about these dog shows. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty fucking funny. So yeah, they did. They just released season three. There's three seasons. But the third season is the final season. I don't know if that was because of COVID or maybe they lost uh, viewership because of that kind of that lap that that uh, that uh, lapse in time. You know, maybe they they lost the following that they had. They lost the steam. But I I, I couldn't wait until the third season came out and then Aaron was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, it is out." Fuck. So I just you know I I watched the entire binge the entire thing and and I enjoyed it. I I, I really liked it. I liked it for what it is for. It being like the sci-fi, you know, action comedy type of thing. Uh, yeah, kind of like a, a science-ish fi soap opera. That's kind of the way I look at it. Yeah. There's science, sort of. <laughs> like, yeah. They don't, they don't lean too heavy into the science exactly. It's more about, like, the characters getting put in crazy posi- you know, situations. And, and uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a good soap opera slash disaster porn. They, uh, yeah, I, 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 they could have done more. I'm sure they could have done more, more seasons and, and, and kept running with it. So, uh, on a scale of one to 10 homicidal robots, how do you rate it? I give it like an eight and a half, eight and three quarters, maybe even a nine. Ooh, I, I really liked it. Nine, I really nine liked homicidal it. robots is a lot. Yeah, I really liked it. Okay, for me, so for me, I, I would give it a six or seven homicidal robots. I highly enjoy it. I'm going to probably, Almost definitely watched through the third season, but as as soon as The Witcher came out, I'm like, oh no, Lost in Space, you're 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 the sideshow now. I'll yeah. come back to you when I am done with The Witcher. Yeah, yeah, no, and it was I when I first uh, kind of discovered it, like I I wasn't in like I was like ah, do I, I'll give it a shot, and I watched it, and I was like, oh shit, I found myself kind of captivated and with the characters, and they all like I said, they all do a good job. Would you say that? Um, what the fuck is her name? I'll I'll want to look it up because I'm I'm forgetting. Oh, Judy, Judy, the uh-huh. the um, would you say biracial uh, daughter of the in the Robinson family who happens to be like the oldest, kind of like the most. They give her the most responsibility. She happens to well, know a lot of she's, shit. She's a doctor. Like yeah, she's yeah. the doctor in the whole party. Yeah, that little that little actress. Uh, I I never I don't know her her name, but I'd never seen her in anything, and I was like, oh, who the fuck is this? You know, intelligent young. Uh, I guess up and coming actress. I don't know if she's d- done other big stuff, but she did a, a pretty good job. I think she was like my favorite character of all, like the Robinson. I I thought you know Will being the kind of like a, you know, but no, it was it was her. I, I really liked her and her her story arc. And then in season three, 
some crazy shit happens. I won't spoil what happens, but you're like, oh fuck! Like some they 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 develop her character a lot more and give her more depth in season three. And um, yeah, she was really good. Yeah, I found most of the Robinsons at least a little bit annoying. <laughs> yeah, like they're like they all just most of the problems at least crop up from them doing stupid shit. Yeah. It's like, you, you just created this problem for yourself for no reason. Yeah. Fucking Robinsons. So it, do, it does make me laugh because there's a lot of these characters like, these freaking Robinsons are like, yeah, I feel the characters. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but she, she, yeah, I think she, she did a good job. I think, I mean, they all, they all did a good job as actors and actresses with what was given to them. If you're so yeah, so if you degenerate out there and you need a show to watch and you don't want to sit through uh, like ten seasons of something, you know, the the uh, Lost in Space three seasons. Uh, I think the first two are ten episodes apiece. The last one's only eight episodes, I believe. They're I think they're hour long or forty five minute long an episode. So this is a little bit of a longer one, but but it goes by pretty quick. You get you get pretty sucked into the story and the plot. And like I said. One thing after another, these fuckers are just finding themselves and in getting into like deeper, deeper shit, and and it's just so it keeps the pace of the show pretty, pretty good. Um, I recommend watching it if you're a sci-fi dork, or if you maybe you watched the original show, and you know you're kind of nostalgic and you want to see what what the current um, technology can do to improve uh, the old show. Uh, like Aaron said, we're not going to do an episode next week, so this will be the Year-end uh, degenerates until January 2022. I don't have anything else to add to you. Nah, let's cut it there. So, hope you guys have a good yeah. Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. And a Merry New Year. Merry New Year. And, and you know, uh, Kwanzaa and Hanukkah and all you other dudes and devil worshippers alike. Hanukkah's over. You're so insensitive. I will be in... Uh, culture. I'll be flying to California... Uh, this week, dude. Is Han- is, wait, hold on. Is is Hanukkah actually over? I don't know. You you should know. <laughs> why, why should I know? <laughs> this is the fucking Jewish dude. So how the fuck should I? Anyway, um, yeah. We'll talk to you guys next year. Hope you guys stay safe. Don't drink too much. Uh, love you guys. Thank you guys for your support for the past year. And uh, we'll catch you guys in 2022. Bye. Hey everyone, Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you.